You're listening to the Ranger Things Podcast. Welcome to Ranger Things. We're recording on October 29th, 2023. I'm Carlo Montagnino, and I'm joined by Brendan Lyons. Howdy, Ranger fans. And this time in person, Dave Pacheco. Hello, all you lovely people. As always, you can visit rangerthingspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get access to content, newsletters, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Ranger Things. We're there. We'd love for you to be part of the show, so send an email to contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast service, and if you do, we'd appreciate your ratings and reviews. Okay, let's get into it. This week's games coming up before our next record, we have game number nine, October 30th uh, versus Winnipeg. Game 10, November 2nd versus Carolina. And game 11, November 4th, against Minnesota. Correct me if I'm wrong, Carlo. Carolina is and Minnesota are back in the garden, right? Winnipeg that, is the end right. of the road trip? Yes, Winnipeg is the end of the road trip. The other two games are back in the garden. Um, should be fun ones. I think that you know, we'll get into um, the Rangers' recent play in a little bit, but I think those will be barn burners. I think we have three really great matchups after a really – amazing road trip to be honest yeah i have to we'll talk about it more later but i have to imagine that after the way the rangers have performed on the road uh that carolina game in the garden is going to be like the building's going to be electric that night i'd love to be there that would be sick like dave you should try to get tickets to that game (laughs) that'd be awesome um all right so let's get into it um, right now, we're just going to check in on the Ranger Things Fantasy League. Um, there's a lot on the docket, and we, but we're going to just check in here real quick. Um, John, super fan, John Baruso. Jobo. Uh, we, Jobo. We had forgotten about this league completely. We, no one here on the podcast gives a crap. But John texts us every day telling us that he's beating us. He's winning. He's in first place um, by half a point. So... Congratulations, congratulations, John. What's um, truly beautiful about this league is that it's the only like true set it and forget it fantasy hockey team I've ever had because there's no move. Every Ranger is off the waiver wire at this point. There's no moves to be made. My lineup is set and will be set for the rest of the year right pretty, now. Uh, barring a catastrophic injury, uh-huh. I think we're just going to coast this out and see who uh, had the best – idea i guess a month ago at this point yeah um, but yes john's ahead john has 30 points brendan and i have 29.5 points and dave in the basement a, with 21 yeah, it's a good number <laughs> that is a good number that's your number dave it's my number all right so that's that that's that check-in john congratulations please uh text us some more about it um yeah, wake me up in the middle of the fucking night because I'm three hours behind you guys about fantasy <laughs> hockey. Um, so we got I some love NHL. That so much. <laughs> we got some NHL news. Um, actually, we have quite a bit of NHL news. The Rangers, as good as they've been playing, it's actually not as exciting as what's been going on. In no, the it's pretty boring. What's going on in Ranger Town? 
it's like too boring, which is good. Yeah. You kind of want it. Yeah. Um, but let's start. Old news at this point, but the NHL has uh, decided to allow players to support support causes with stick tape in game. So uh, Dermot Dermot's stance um, last week, he had pride tape on his stick. The league decided, well, that's okay. And you know what? Support any other cause you want with stick tape. Yeah. I think this is great. Long story short, Gary, stop making stupid fucking rules that are just going to get thrown away the second there's any pushback. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, we, I think there should be more pushback starting this season. Like get more yeah. pushback. Seems like that's happening this year. I think so. Or it seems like it happened a lot last year, and he's sad about it. Like he's like he's got his panties in a bunch about it, Mr. Bettman. Well, again, so I hope to see uh, more of this. I hope to see more causes represented. I'd like to see more. So I know Pride Tape is a company that makes this rainbow-colored tape. I'd like to see more tape manufacturers making different cause theme tape. I, I, I'm yeah. gonna, I think we're going to see a lot of that, which is great. Yeah. Um, speaking of pushback, um, Alan Walsh, agent to the NHL, came out with a pretty uh, wild tweet. Um, yeah. I saw that this morning. This is a big deal, this tweet. This is a big deal. This is huge. Um, so, you know, anyone with a pair of eyes and is a hockey fan this year knows that the officiating has been pretty bad. Uh, I think we could all agree here. The Rangers got screwed on a bunch of calls. Yeah. Um, but I think across the league, it's bad. Um, it's, so been Al- se- it's been several seasons at this point that the officiating has just been getting progressively worse. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, it's never been good. No one's a fan of officiating at this point but, but this at least season- it used to be somewhat consistent you know yeah. uh you and when i say consistent i don't mean every every team calls games the same way i mean every like if every team calls every one of their games the same way like if if the three of us were a ref team we we and we work 150 games, we're going to call all 150 games the exact same way. So or bad. Team, yeah. Whether we're, yeah, so when the team gets on the ice, they know what, you know, they know what I consider a hook, what, you know, what, what I consider goalie interference, what I consider a kick. You know, there's no, it's just, there's no consistency inside of the games anymore. Right. It's, it's, it's crazy because, well, actually, let's let's get into the tweet. I want to read this. So Alan Walsh tweets, um, Gary Bettman summoned all 32 GMs and head coaches to a meeting in Chicago this year, just before training camp, and sternly warned coaches against any public comments criticizing officials. Too bad G- Gary can't control what agents say. NHL officiating is a smoking pile of hot garbage. Yeah. Now, what what I what's interesting here is not that officiating is hot garbage. It is bad. We just said that. What's crazy is that Batman is actively trying to hide Silence. the fact that officiating is bad. Like you can't. Yeah. Like we need. There needs to be accountability to fix the problem. I don't yeah. understand why there's a. Batman so this knows is where, the problem. This is where I think. Gary Bettman and a lot of other people in the NHL, like old hockey heads and maybe even old hockey fans lose sight of the, like the goal, like the end goal. Uh, Hockey 
above everything else. Like the NHL above everything else is a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's and it is its business is entertainment. And there are few things less and there's few things more entertaining than a high profile coach or a high or a high profile player sitting down in front of a microphone and saying these refs are trash. This costed us the game. Do yeah. better. Right. That's headlines. That's that's eyes on your sport. There's no bad publicity in the entertainment business. Yeah. This is why basketball outpaces us every single year when it comes to viewership. This is why it's a more popular sport because there's, there's drama, there's storylines. And here they just, it's just old hockey culture. They just try to squash everything and let's focus on the game. Let's focus on the game. Look, I love the game of hockey, but there's so much more than just the game. Right. In every other sport. There's so much more than just the game. I mean, look at football. It's practically not the game at all. Yeah, I don't I would I don't want it to go that far. You know, I think basketball is a happy medium where the game is still very important. But, you know, players have voices and personalities. Right. And, you know, and it's the same yeah. with soccer, like European like like Premier League soccer and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, just, my I main problem is like Batman knows there's an issue. He knows that something needs to be corrected and he's actively trying to just brush it under the rug for yeah. what? Like there's no, you the don't sanctity get, of the league. Right. You don't, there's no benefit. Like I understand if, if he, like you don't want players going out there saying, Oh, you know, John Smith is a fucking piece of shit. You know, call everything he says is wrong. He lives at five, 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 you know, Redford Avenue in Kentucky or some shit. Like, you know, he want probably doesn't even that. know where the ref lives. This isn't fucking se- like Central America. We're not going to like we're, we're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this well, isn't a they're not playing in front of a fucking cartel in in in, in South America. We're not going to cut their fucking heads off. Because they well, get a I bad think, call. I think I think to Dave's point, it's like it's it's I mean, maybe it's not about cutting people's heads off, but it's like, you know, if you call out one bad ref and you allow it, now you it opens the microscope to every bad ref. Like, oh shit, every call this year has been shitty, not just from this ref, but these this group of refs, these, every ref, right? Every call is yeah. bad. What, what what the main problem is though, it's just like just take accountability. Like, why aren't the refs held accountable? Why isn't there a clinic run for them or uh, an analytics team looking at the referees and their calls and, and breaking that down? And at the end of the year, middle of the season or, you know, every quarter through the season, looking at it like, hey, you're making this call. This is not the correct call. Right. Fix fix the way you're you're seeing this. And just do it to protect, one, the integrity of the sport. You want to keep the flow of the game intact. And you just stop Just stop the bullshit. Just be better. Like, if you want the you want the product on the ice, if you want the players to be better, you have to have a better way of uh, policing that then. Right. And you know, enough or nothing, yeah. like, half the calls can be made, like, with this new puck tracking system that they're, they've uh, put out. You know, they're spending all their time making a fucking Roblox hockey game. We'll make that call icing and offsides and goals. We don't need the referees making those calls anymore. Right? No. Like, we just, you don't, you only need two referees on the ice at this point. No. You don't need, there's no reason why there, there's no reason why there can't be a sensor across the goal line. Right. There's, and when the puck, they already have and it. The, and when the they puck goes all the way across it, 
But that's the thing. They have the sensor. They just won't use it to make the calls because you think you think the NHL GMs and coaches and players of boys crew? No. The refs, that's the old boys crew. They've sit, they've been there's generational at this point. These guys, yeah, right. their union right is keeping them, four of them on the ice, keeping them making icing calls and goal calls and outside calls. If Bettman, I would, I think Bettman would love to say, yeah, make offsides automatic with like have the the you know the stadium horn go off when it's offsides. We can do it. It's easy. The, you see it. Every player has a badge on their jersey. The puck has a badge in it. The rink's loaded with sensors. You don't need linesmen. Get rid of them. Well, offside is offside. Such a ridiculous fucking. I mean, it's it's gotten so ridiculous where they're like they're slowing it down to like millionths of a second to see the blade cross just fractions of a second before before the edge of the puck. Which, and it's like which, that. Which you know what? Like the thing is, like make offsides either automatic with the sensors, which would still be that fractions of a second, or just make it the decision of the refs. If they can't, if their eyes can't perceive it, then so be it. You can't have it both ways. You have to pick one way and go with it. Like the only, the and only for the way life I, of me. Oh, go ahead, Dave. Sorry. The the only way I would see that you know keeping you know four four line uh, two linesmen and two refs on the ice is as a positive is when it comes to like. End of the game, middle of the game, brawls break out, playoffs yeah, especially. Scrums, scrums, yeah, you, yeah. You, you need to have some sort of order there. But if if you're taking certain things out of their hands, like uh, goals crossing the line, offsides, just certain things that can be uh, that technology can take care of, then you can have them focus on being better at making correct calls and stopping the scrums and stopping, stopping the scrums fighting. before they happen. Yeah. Seeing that yeah. that seeing the the, the first penalty that gets missed instead of just the reaction penalty from the other guy. Yeah. Right. And you know what? It, it, you know what? If you want to play it safe, have the linesman sit in the penalty box and then they, they come out if needed. Yeah. You know, I, I think like not only did the refs need to get better, but the rules need to, some of these, some of the rules need to be more well-defined uh, or, or they, you know, they need to go away entirely. Like I for like, I think it was uh, on Twitter. It was Maddie Jack tweeted, Something like I'm paraphrasing, like gun to my head. Like if my family's life was on the line, I could not tell you if something was goalie interference or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause it could be, it's just the guys, if they had enough co- coffee in the morning, that's what it comes yeah. down to. Or like gun to my head. I could not tell you if a, I, this is also part of a suite. Like if a goal was kicked in or not kicked in. Right. Like here's what I don't understand. Uh, why can't I kick it in? Like, what's the big deal? Well, I mean, the historical point of the rule is so that you don't have people, well, we'll get into this, projecting their legs with sharp blades at each other. Sure, I get that, but the rule should point, be it, the rule should be if the if if my if the blade of my skate does not leave the ice, then who can you're just redirecting it, right? Then That's I'm all redirecting it, is. it. Yeah. Which is totally legal. Redirecting is completely fine as long as your skate uh, doesn't this this distinct motion. This distinct kicking motion, like, bro, kick. Everyone, everyone kick right now. All of our listeners, stand up and fucking kick your feet. If right not, now. if you're driving. Right? That's that's a fucking dis- – what you just saw is a distinct kicking motion. And I've never in fucking 40 years of watching and playing hockey seen a distinct, distinct kicking motion. 
I mean, I've, I've kicked a couple goals, <laughs> but I don't, but your point is completely valid. Like, especially if you know you're at a professional level or even like a level that means anything, you're not going to risk not getting that goal. Right. But I mean, like, that's not a kick. It's not right. a kick, Carlo. It's a, at most, it's a push. Like when, when I hear kick, I think of like corner kick. Like or like hang. Like, or like, or yeah, or like fucking karate kick or like kicking a fucking kickball. Like nobody's doing that to a puck. It, it was not even effective to do it. At, at, at best, it is a scooch. Yeah. Scooches are fine. But I think, again, yeah, the spirit of the rule is it's like, you don't dis- want distinct scooching motion. Yeah. I mean, the spirit of the rule, I agree with you. You don't want sharp blades kicking at a goalie. I get that, but that doesn't happen anymore. And no. I don't think this is not a slippery slope situation where players will be doing it because you know what? The first player that makes a distinct kicking motion towards a goalie is going to get their head fucking banged in. Mm. Like, no, it's not going to happen. So like, I, I'm totally on board with you, brother. Like this, the rule shitty, even the crease rule, like it's been for how many years is like so weird now. Yeah, that, that's it's too subjective as it is. Like I, I so I I agree with you on most points as far as the kicking motion. Like it's the same way as like you can't punch a fucking puck into the net. Like it's not part of your stick. It's not you know. It's not a natural thing. So, but there because of the rule is so vague and there is no clear definition. It's like yeah, if you have somebody hinging at the knee and throwing their foot yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. That's a fucking yeah. kick. That's an obvious kick. You have screaming. Somebody... Test your mic while he's talking. <laughs> right. You have somebody stopping because they don't want to plow the goalie or fly into the fucking iron net or whatever, and they're hitting the puck in. That's not a kick. Right. Nine, like ninety-five percent of of goals that are called back for quote-unquote distinct kicking motions are felt like our skaters trying to readjust like moving their feet to put themselves in a position to re to redirect the puck right. to be and safe the, and the puck makes contact before the skate stops moving into position right, right. that's 99 percent, 95 to 99 percent of them is that like i am moving like i see the puck coming in or i anticipate the puck coming in from the point or from the dot, from the corner, wherever. And I'm moving my skate to get it into a good position to deflect into the goal. And the puck makes contact before I'm done moving. Yeah. That's not a kicking motion. Right. Well, I, I think actually Kreider a couple seasons ago had a really beautiful example of that and they had to review it and it didn't get called back. It stood because he did do the pivot and he positioned his foot towards the net. Yeah. Exactly. As you're saying, uh, but it's interesting. He, he did a really good job of not pushing the foot forward. He just kind of like turned. He didn't well, kick Will out. Cooley, right? Will Cooley had a beautiful example of it the other night. <laughs> well, yeah. that got turned back, right? Well, <laughs> right. it got turned over. But then if you if you if you double back to last season, like I can show you clips of like Rangers v Vegas where Mark Stone pushes the puck into the net with his foot. Wait, and then how many Vegas? I, I saw a Vegas goal where he got to do jumped and headbutt the goal the puck in. You know what I mean? That so it's not- really it's, it's whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Whenever the fuck they want. Like, like, like the other night, last night, like that was a total. We'll talk about it more later, but like Kreider totally tripped the shit out of that guy. It was unintentional, 
but it was a, it was a, it was a huge it was a huge missed call. Yeah, you know, and it happened right in front of them, right in front of the ref's eyes. You know, like that's so, where most calls get blown. It's like yeah. two feet from their face. Like if I were a Calgary fan, I'd be uh, not a Calgary fan, a, a Vancouver fan, I'd be pretty fucking pissed too. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, that's the one call that went the ring, well, non call that went the Rangers' way this season. Um, but yeah, I mean, officiating sucks. I, I think we're gonna keep a close eye on that the rest of yeah. this season, and I think maybe we start a section on the website rangerthingspodcast.com where we call all put all the missed calls because yeah. you can't tell us heart. what to fucking do. <laughs> you can't tell us what to fucking do, Gary. Yeah, and then we'll just we'll you know actually what we'll do. We'll start Unless a letter. You want to put campaign. us on the payroll? Unless you want to put us on the payroll, then you then, can tell us. Hey, what I think officiating is pretty good. Then, then, then we will be a, we will be Batman yes men. We'll be Butman boys. Be <laughs> butt boys for Batman. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of kicking motions and uh, a little bit scary. Uh, yeah, um, this is sad. This is sad. Sad. It's sad, really, really sad. Um, but I think the purpose is not like a morbid, let's talk about it. I think the purpose here is to um, quiet the clamor of non-hockey people who watch hockey on the internet, right? Um, yeah. Adam Johnson, young hockey player. Uh, well, first of all, RIP Adam Johnson. Yeah, rest, like, in peace, like, rest in peace and like so much love. At like at like out like to his family like this is super fucking tragic. Yeah, it, this is like on a hockey rink is the like the last place you'd think somebody's going to get fucking killed. Right. You know what I mean? So so Adam Johnson, um, he's playing over in the UK. Freak accident on the rink, got his throat cut, basically by a skate blade. Um, died on the ice. It's terrible. It was it was it was horrifying. I watched it. I watched it. It was fucking gruesome. It was hard. It was horrifying to watch. Um, but I think you know that situation aside. I think what what I'd like to talk about again is people who think they know hockey saying that this guy was intentionally killed on the ice. Yeah, like we somebody see this on even, Twitter. Somebody even went as far as to say on Twitter uh, the first. Uh, the first like murder was committed in hockey, and it was by a black man. Who would have thought it? That's wow, disgusting. That's yeah. fucking gross. Yeah. First of all, like a Canadian redneck literally tried to kill a man probably a hundred years ago playing hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Marty McSoyley tried to kill Donald Brashear. Like, like, are you that? Ago. Are you that fucking callous? You know what I mean? Are you that yeah. callous? I mean, or bigoted. <laughs> But even like, that aside, like, no, who the fuck is going to try to kill someone playing a hockey game? Right. Who does anyone that? who's anyone who has ever played the sport of hockey at any level, and I'm talking about from fucking like peewee to pro, knows that hockey players, I mean, hockey is a violent sport at times, it is a chippy sport at times, but hockey players, at least the vast majority of hockey players, 99.99999% of hockey players, Hate hurting other hockey players. Absolutely. Go to, go to great lengths to make sure that they're playing the game clean, unless they're fucking PK Subban. Right. But to, to, to but even beyond that, add a couple nines to the end of that percentage. 
everyone's aware that their skates are dangerous and you go out of your way to ensure that your skates are not contacting somebody. Exactly. Like, exactly. Even, even the Eric Carlson injury, right? It was a stomp, but clearly a stomp, but not a, I mean, you, if you watch it, that was years ago. Now you, you watch it. It's not a stomp at the Achilles. It's a stomp. Maybe to like slew foot dirty play. And you know, Carlson kicked his leg back to make room to push the puck through. Freak accident, right? Mm-hmm. It was not an intentional skate injury. And to say, mm-hmm. like, you know, and to take this horrific moment and try to like have a conspiracy theory that someone's trying to murder yeah. someone on the ice yeah. is completely despicable. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, really yeah. no other word for me. I, I watched the video and, and, like these people, these fucking clowns are, are putting the video up on Twitter. First of all, like I'd feel so bad for this guy's family and friends who are definitely on Twitter in the hockey community and have to see this nonsense circulating. Right. You know, uh, but this guy uh, was moving fast, went to turn, lost his edge, and his feet flew out from under him is what right. happened. His feet flop from under him. Now, look, everyone who's played hockey long enough almost takes a blade to some part of their body. You know, if you're playing ice hockey, if you're playing roller hockey, like I've taken a fuck, I've taken wheels to the face. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've gotten, you know, I've had people blow blow a tire and get hit in the in the thighs with blades. Right. Get hit in the, you know, luckily, you know, hit in the shin with blades. Luckily, it's all. In you buy you buy a new pair of socks. You stitch it up. No big deal, right? right? Um, you you see it a lot. Big hits in it. You know, in the higher leagues where blades are coming close to people's faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this happens. Like blades come way too close to the neck and face. Like probably five hundred times a season. Right. This is truly a freak accident and it just the blade hit him at the exact right spot and like slipped just deep enough just long enough and he bled out on the ice yeah it's a tragedy and it's it's and it's a tragedy and like it doesn't need to be like the the family and friends of this of this young man don't also need to see this other bullshit about how their son may have been murdered, right? You know, this is tragic enough. I mean, and and you know, you know, it it completely undercuts anything other than 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 you know seeing this as a freak accident and you know you know a horrific tra- horrifically tragic event. Anything other than that undercuts it completely right there's no need for any editorial speculation mm-hmm. or, or or theories here it's it's a it was a hockey play it was a fucking unfortunate you know consequence to just yeah just it happened it just fucking happened it, and, and, and you know that, when, go ahead. i was just saying when you slow things down that much oh yeah everything any, looks any, awful everything looks awful and intentional but if you watch it at game speed it's very clearly unintentional, right? Of like obviously, and you know, just I, I want to say one more thing, and then uh, back over to you, Carlo. Uh, just for one fucking second, put yourself in the shoes of this other kid. 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Just for one fucking second, put yourself in the shoes of this other fucking skater who just accidentally killed somebody in a regular hockey play. Yeah. You know? Now everyone's calling you a murderer. And now everybody's calling you a fucking murderer. On you top of I mean? all the other disgusting things that are being said. Right. It's, so, yeah, I it's, it's, I mean, it's a tragedy. I, I think the, 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 the core point of me wanting to talk about this this week, and, you know, Brendan, thank you for sending all this information over, is if you are on Twitter and you like hockey and in your mind you think there's something up with this play or any play, you think someone is, you think someone's doing something evil, shut the fuck up and keep it to yourself. Because you're wrong. You're fucking wrong. You're a clown. Shut the fuck up. Delete your Twitter. Yeah. Go yeah. back to your cave. Yeah. We don't need everyone's opinion on everything. Especially you know I mean? if they're fucking stupid. I can, this actually makes me angry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. let's move on. It, All it, right, let's move it, on. What it is, it's just, it's just a tragedy. It's a fucking tragedy. And I, like, our condolences to the Johnson family. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's move on. All right. So Shane Pinto, um, RFA holdout for the Ottawa Senators. Speaking Um, of my condolences. Yes. Suspended 41 games, half the NHL season for betting activities. Now, let me just run down some of the facts here, right? Um, There's no evidence he he bet on NHL games, okay? Mm. NHL players are allowed – to bet, there, there's no gan, there's no ban on betting. They cannot bet on NHL games, though. Okay, right. Um, any NHL player that signs up for like a betting account on FanDuel or whatever these fucking things are, they're reported to the NHL and they're monitored for this for activity about the NHL. Right. So you know if you're you know Mika Zibanejad, you go on FanDuel.com. The NHL knows that Meek is on it, and they right. know what he's betting on. Um, the reason, the suspected reason, really the only reason, um, it's not been reported, though, the only reason he could possibly be suspended this long is that he was proxy betting, which basically means he was telling his friend with an account, hey, bet on this in the NHL for me. Now, was he betting on Senators games? Was he betting on – and he wasn't playing in them, so I don't really see that much of a problem – but he was bet- proxy betting um, on NHL stuff, it seems. So it'll be half a season before Shane Pinto can get back on the ice wearing a uniform with a fucking Bet99 logo on it. Yeah. I mean, the hypocrisy is palpable. <laughs> like, Here's how I know Shane Pinto wasn't betting on hockey or wasn't using – like. What wasn't using proxy betting and wasn't betting on Senator games. Here's how I know. Mm-hmm. I know that that wasn't the case because if it was the case, the league would have told us it was. So what Shane do you think Pinto was? probably got caught betting on like fucking on like football. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. You're allowed to do that. Well, I don't know what it was the CBA say. What is that? What you're allowed to do say? it. You're allowed. You're allowed to bet. They don't stop you how you do your money. You just can't so why bet can't, on the NHL. Why can't Shane Pinto bet on a on a Rangers Blackhawks game as a, as an Ottawa Senator? 
because he might be friends with a, a player on one of those teams. And he's what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Pete Rose. He's going to say, gonna "Hey, happen. he's going to say, hey, other millionaire, do me a favor and throw this game, and I'll split my fucking six hundred dollar parlay with you." It's not throw this game. It's like, oh, I <laughs> you know, know this mean? goal. I know it's like I know this goalie's got a, a, a knee injury that's nagging him. I know this. I know that. Like, I mean, listen, I don't. I don't like betting in general. I think it's completely, uh, you know, I don't want to alienate our audience. Betting's bad. Um, I don't like players betting in the league they're in because they all know each other. It's it, they, There's not many of them. They are all friends, more or less. Um, mm-hmm. You can have inside information that is not public. You do have a betting advantage. Like Vegas can't like it either. You know? And that's why it's against the rules. It, it's a... Yes, but like again, I don't think that the NHL wants players betting on itself because it's just you you will you will completely delegitimize. Somebody do me a favor. Somebody do me a favor, real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Somebody pull up your phone and find out what the over under was on the Rangers Vancouver game. Oh, total goals. You mean? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Not the uh, not the Vancouver game. The Calgary, the Calgary game, yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, pulling it up. Oh, I don't know if this is it. Did we even do retrospect? Uh, Dimers.com has uh, 54% chance of winning. What's the over and under here? A money line. Flames plus 114, Rangers minus 125, over under is six. Okay. Okay. So they had that fourth, it was already blown long before that fourth goal. Yeah. Okay. My theory goes to shit. (laughs) It happens. It happens. (laughs) What are you going to do? But again, we don't want to be conspiratorial, right? Um, (laughs) But but again, like, I don't think NHL players should be betting on any NHL games. I Fine, maybe I'm old school, but proxy—I mean, proxy betting—that's uh, basically skirting the rules. My problem is with this: he's not even an active NHL player. He's under contract, mm-hmm. um, but he's—he's he's holding out. He's an RFA. He's not signed. He can't even sign now. Um, yeah, he has connections, so it makes it a little bit. Dicey, but what? Uh, so a retired NHL player can't bet. Are you banned from life for life from betting on NHL if if you ever played? No, because you're not under the current CBA. Right, but like so, like As I a mean, a, a retired but a coach is not under the CBA. Can a coach bet? Yes, I believe so. Because I know they can do that in the NBA. It's ridiculous. So I can coach my team into the gutter. And, and, whole, the whole fucking thing is ridiculous. The whole yeah, thing is ridiculous. Regardless, if you're a professional athlete, you should not be able to bet on your on in your league of you know that that you're in. Uh, that's bottom line. Two, mm-hmm. the amount of uh, the amount of companies and the amount of ad space you see on a daily basis, just throughout a regular game. Forget just watching like ESPN or, or any other sports channel, you know, when the, the game, you know, the day of before games and stuff like that, you are being bombarded with countless, you know, fan dicks, fucking, you <laughs> fan know, dicks. you know, all these fucking bullshit sizes. Like 
yo, this is like bet 99. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, it's it's dis- it's to a point where it's disgusting. It's bedlam. Fandix.com. So, so, so when, when people bet by proxy, which, yes, I'm not condoning, you know, it, it's it, like you said, it's very hypocritical. You know, I think it's 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 creating more of a, uh, you know, addiction in society. It's like it, it's like they're almost using this model to get more more fans in every sport. Right. It's like, oh, you could bet on this now. You could do this. Yeah. It's, look how easy it is. Just pull up your phone. Yeah. Just download this yeah. app. You know, I'm yeah. going to say, I'm then, 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 then tune it, then tune then tune into Frozen Frenzy. Yeah, oh, ex- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get into the yeah. Frozen Frenzy. But yeah. I want to say, I'm going to alienate some fans. Yeah. Take you, your fan dick out and watch Frozen Frenzy. If you're betting on sports games, get a fucking life. Sorry. Yeah. I said it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, all right. I mean, you know, I, don't I, don't see any, I don't see anything wrong with, I don't see anything wrong with betting on sports games. I honestly don't. What I think is the most egregious part of this whole thing. It's only okay sports. through an app, not through Tony down the street, right? Just yeah, through an app. Yeah. I, I'd rather bet through a fucking, you know, a, a guy that runs numbers for the mob. You know what? Yeah, you want, if you lose a bet and you can't pay, don't worry about it. You know, we'll and just break I your fucking, knees. And no, but fucking poorly come break your knuckles. I've, but you know what? Maybe that's actually better because I could use my fucking credit card on FanDuel. Yep. Oh, yeah. Who's running the numbers now? That's all I'm saying. Fuck these people. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say any more about that. Frozen Frenzy, Brendan. Hold on. I want to say one more thing. I want to say one more yeah, thing. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here's the last thing I want to say about this. Once again, the NHL made us like, you want to suspend Shane Pento? Go ahead. 41 games? You it's just, half the season. You just buried yourself. And here's why you just buried yourself. You want to know why you just buried yourself, Gary and company? Because like 85% of your league are fucking 19-year-old bros. Do you yeah. really think? Like, like, like Zegers is a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do you don't think fucking... You don't think Zegers is going to fucking put on his Oakleys and his fucking backwards trucker hat and place a bet on something he shouldn't bet on at some point? Of course he is. He's a fucking kid, and kids are idiots. Yeah, and the league's fucking sponsoring. It's not like and Connor now, and David now, is yeah. like sponsoring betting. Oh, wait, he well, is. And now what happens when fucking a legitimate star like Zegers <laughs> does it? No, so you're gonna Zegers is going to get banned out for half a season. You're not going to suspend Zegers for 41 games? Yeah, because you know what, they they Dermot got got hit. They they bothered him, and now it's okay. A, a no no offense to Dermot, a no name player gets gets hit over the head. Now he took a stand. The rule got reversed. You know, uh, Pinto, no offense to Pinto, a no name player gets banged over the head on this. Wait until like just like you said, someone. Is gonna get caught and they, they're gonna be handcuffed. They're like, oh shit. Well, I guess we have to let everyone bet on everything now, or just yeah. stop taking uh sports books money. Yeah, which they're which they're not gonna do. Never gonna happen. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. All right, so frozen listen, frenzy, listen, fro- okay, let's talk about frozen frenzy. Let's talk frozen about frozen frenzy. All right, you guys watch this? You guys watch frozen frenzy? You can nobody did because you can't, you couldn't watch it. it How do you awful. watch it? No, I watch it, it was on ESPN plus. They had it was like the main thing, like oh, watch Frozen Frenzy. I'm like, it's like 20 minutes before the Rangers game, which I could actually get on ESPN Plus, which was nice. Um, watch, I watch it. 
Frozen Frenzy. Like, is there some like a multicast where you just get no, no. to go for 20 minutes? I, I wish. I wish it was that because I could at least focus on something that's fucking happening. So it was uh, Kevin Weeks. Man, I love Kevin Weeks, but this sucked. Um, it was weeks. Why is summer. why is he always their guinea pig for everything new they want to do? Because he uh, just, just fucking throws just, himself at it. Let's yeah, just let's just throw weeks at it. Let's just throw. He volunteers for it. You know he does. Um, he just he has a rotation of suits that he's got to get through. Um, so, so it's weeks and someone else, and they're just sitting there talking, and they're watching the multicast. And then at some point, someone zooms in on the game, and that's what you're watching. You're just watching. Like 15, 20, maybe 30 seconds of a game. Maybe it's a power so, play. Maybe it's a, a neutral zone battle. It's something. They're trying to make it like red zone, which makes sense for football. Because it's like, oh, it's like a decisive moment here. Hockey doesn't work like that. You can't just say no. they're in the offensive zone for five seconds. We have to cut to it. No. So it's 10 games, and it's like you have no sense of momentum. You have it's boring. The commentators are boring. They're like, oh, yeah. shit, now we got to talk about this. They have no idea what's going on in the game. Yeah. So it's, then it, it's just brutal to watch. So I'm like, holy shit. Like this. And is- if it's like, is it happening live? Or they're like, oh, this just happened. We'll yeah, show you this. It's, it is all live. It was the biggest piece of garbage I ever watched. With you know, ever. you know how this would really work is if they didn't do it live. Let's say they waited until after these things happened. And then put together a reel of yeah. all of the best plays that had happened over the course of the night. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> plays happening at the highest level, right? Yeah. We can highlight those plays, mm-hmm. put them in a reel. We could call it a highlight reel, <laughs> highlighted plays. Yeah. And, and that's which, where we could watch shit happening across the league. So, so the NHL network used to do this. Every single night, and it was great. Yeah, it I didn't. I watched yeah. one game, I watched the Rangers or whatever who, yeah. good game was on, and then I'd watch in the crease or whatever the freaking yeah. show's name and was. Watch highlights for an hour. I was highlights. I, I don't need to see. I don't need to see the fifth Ottawa Senators penalty kill. Why is right. this on my screen? You know, it's just so on brand for this fucking league to not understand how its own fans consume the sport. Not even that. How its own sport works. They right. don't understand hockey. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just we are like something like red zone is never going to work with hockey. One, because the sport is not conducive to that. Two, because hockey fans are not football fans. And when I say not football fans, I mean, like, we're not here just for fantasy points. Like hockey fans enjoy watching hockey. Right. Whereas there's a, you know, and that's the vast majority of hockey fans just enjoy watching. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say 100% of people who actually sit down and watch hockey are watching it for the hockey of it. Right. I, I, I mean, I play fantasy. I like, I watch hockey. I want to watch the hockey. Yeah. I'll, I'll check my fantasy points. Right. But I'm right. watching the hockey. I'm not sitting there to get a score update every five minutes. Right. Like I won't, I'm not, it's very rare that I will see two, like, let's say that I see two games and one of them is like, Let's and let's take the Rangers out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Let's take the Rangers out of it. So I have no like vested interest, right? Game one is like Devils Carolina. Game two is Nashville. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, like, well, like, like maybe it's like stars and fucking Prince. Minnesota. 
Okay. You know, <laughs> stars and preds, that's going to be a garbage game. Right. But like, I may have five or six fantasy players between the stars and the preds. I'm never going to choose that game because I have fantasy players going on it in it over the better game. I'll look in on what's happening in that game. Did my, you know, are my, you know, did my guys score? Did they get an assist? Are they plus minus? Did they get penalties? I'll look in on it, but I'm not going to watch that game because I've got a guy going in that game. I'm always going to watch either the Rangers or the best game on. Right. Well, cause you know, th- there's so much more to the games than just like seeing a, seeing a fucking pretty goal or seeing, right. uh, you know, a blocked, a blocked, uh, you know, penalty shot or something like that. You know, there, there is because of the, the constant ebb and flow of the game, the constant mm-hmm. fluidity of it, you know, there is no start and stops, not baseball. It's not, it's not basketball. It's not, it's not football. It's like right. you said before, it's a completely different sport. Right. So you have to account for that. So right. what to Carlos point is when we will watch NHL tonight, it was great. You have the, they, they would show you like a two and a half minute segment from a Vancouver fucking LA Kings game or something. And you right. would have this, you would see the whole play develop. You would get the context and, and to see the beauty of what hockey is be, of, of grit and finesse. It was, it, it, so it's just like to have this. And fucking- they, sorry to cut you off Dave, but they understood how we as fans want to consume the sport because just like Bill Pito, right. Which I mean, they should just watch everything Bill Pito does. He's great. You know, like, but just like, just like Bill Pito's 150 seconds, whatever it is, like they would show us pro highlights. Then they would show us a highlights. They'd show us WHL highlights. They'd show us high school highlights. They'd show us NCAA highlights. Yeah. We like to consume hockey. Now, look, here's the one thing that the frozen uh, frenzy did right. And that was the staggering of games. Yes. Right. They did. That, was so awesome. it, that was really, if you, if you want to fix this next year, it doesn't have to be an event. Just have it be the regular schedule, right? Have eight teams go. Yep. Well, one 16, night. 16 teams go one night in eight games that are start at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. So actually, that would be seven o'clock Eastern time yep. and stagger them a half hour. That'd be great. That would that'd be all. And then the next night, do the other. The half. next night, have the other 16 teams play in the exact yeah. same format, right? And then a day later, do it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have uh, just. <clears throat> I mean, but this is this is actually. I, I feel like the whole schedule this season has been completely shitty, right? Because they're trying to like shoehorn this weird coverage thing in. It's like maybe it's not just yeah. frozen frenzy, but like you know, like this past week, like yesterday, there was like a hundred teams going. You had every right. team in the league playing. Yeah, and, it's like, <laughs> and then and then today there was and then and then today there's like one game. Well, there's more games today. Oh, sorry. But typically it'll be like it'll be like fucking thirty teams play on a Tuesday, yep. and then two play on a Wednesday. What makes it even more frustrating is when it's, it's like, like the fantasy implications. No, well, well, the, the fantasy. What makes it even more frustrating is when it's thirty teams playing on a Thursday, the day like the night I like I've got to get up in the morning the next right. day, and then Friday night it's one game. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'm so I, glad you broke that uh, brought that up because there was uh, I sent you guys I don't know if you saw it um, Nux memes uh, tweeted us out and, and post to Instagram and everything it says I don't know why the NHL schedule makers get so much hate why have more than t- <laughs> oh wait uh, 
Yeah. Why? I'm sorry. Why have more than two games on a Friday night where people have time to watch hockey when there's a perfectly good Tuesday, you can have 16 fucking games on it. It's exactly to your point. And if, if there is one thing that you want to be like other sports, like, like football, you want to emulate their red zone bullshit, which works for that sport. Again, like we said, you want get a dedicated night throughout the NFL season until after like January or something like that. Saturday night is barren. Yeah. They can't play not on Saturday night. Not even what, Saturday what, night. What happened to hockey night? Start at one, one, Start, 1 p.m. I agree. Well, Take over well, Saturday. They don't want. They don't want to. They, like, see, here's the thing. They don't want to compete with college football. What they don't understand is we don't watch college football. <laughs> exactly. Hockey right. fans don't watch football. They there, don't, there is no crossover. They watch NFL because it's the only thing on a Sunday. And they're watching red zone because they don't give a fuck. You, like you don't want to com- you don't want to compete with with football Sunday. I get that. Yeah, right? of course. That's fine. So then you know what? Do the eight the, the eight games and then eight games. Like why like hockey should be every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I, or Friday, I, Saturday. Bro, Friday night fights. Oh, sick. Bro, Friday. So, why can't why, like why can't hockey be every Friday and Saturday? Staggered and yep. then skip it, skip Sunday. You could even skip fucking and then do Tuesday, Wednesday, skip Sunday yeah. and Monday, do Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. You, you What's do the Friday, Friday every half hour from four thir- four o'clock because everyone's no one's fucking working at four o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, and that's another thing. Why are games starting so fucking late, seven o'clock, eight o'clock? Like yeah. the, gra- the greatest thing about living on the West Coast, boys. Is I get hockey like on the week uh, during the week. Hockey starts at four o'clock for me. Beautiful, yeah. And, and you know what? With this, with bro, work from home, bro. Everyone's home. They'll start put hockey the game. on. A, they'll put start a game at noon. I'll watch it while well, I'm working. I mean, I mean, you could you could puck drop at five thirty. I'd say puck on Friday. I'd say puck drop four, four thirty. People five five people who who actually work in an office time to get to a game. Right, you work a nine to five, or, or realistically, if you're if realistically if you're going to work, you're like actually going to work post COVID, you're like Dave and I. You're in the you're in the utility slash construction. Sure, but you know what? If you if you got and let's we say work you, early shifts, we work six to two, seven. You're to off three, at three. Like you're, you're off at three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but, and you know, I, I worked in an office. I worked luckily a block from MSG. If I got tickets to the Rangers game. I, you know, I could take my subway train. I could cut out of worker a little bit early and go, sure. Yeah. Or, you know what? Maybe I have to want to watch it on TV. No, I'll just put it on on my NHL app. I'll stream it on my commute the way home and I'll listen to it. Yeah, that's what I did when I, you know, when I was getting off of work at four yeah. and I was getting stuck in traffic out here. I'd listen to the first period on the on the radio. Oh, here's and how thing, often though, like- is your team going to play that early game? Not every week. Right. Not every week, not every week. And also, like, I think baseball proves time and time again that, like, no matter what time the game is, like, you could catch a baseball – like, you can catch a Met game at noon on a Tuesday. Yeah. And, and people go to be City, sitting in the seats. Go to, go to City Field and it's fucking sold out at noon on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, people will show up to these games. Yeah. I mean, you got to lower the prices. Right. Yeah. But – that's what I mean, that's in the big markets, they won't do that. But it, it, again, the NHL is always getting in its own way. What I want here's what I want to do right now. Um, I want to take a break. Then I want to talk about the Rangers. The Rangers, <laughs> and there's a leak. 
there's a there's a leak uh, about a third jersey. And then I want to talk about this West Coast trip a little bit. I mean, we listen, they're playing good. I don't want to jinx it, but yeah, I've got a few things to say. Yeah, good things, good things. Let, let's take five um, listeners. Hit pause because it's going to be quicker for you than us. Yeah. Hit pause. Yeah. Grab a beer, not if you're driving, and sit down. Get comfy. Get a comfy little blanket. Uh, what else yeah. do you do if you listen to, we're gonna talk, listen to we're podcasts? Gonna, I don't know. We're going to talk about third jerseys. We're going to talk about we're third jerseys back. and then West Coast hockey. Because you know what? Historically, well, we'll get into it later. Yeah, take, right. take your rest in between sets when you're lifting at the gym. There we go. You know, and then, you know, get ready for get ready for the second segment. We're, we're coming in heavy. Coming in heavy. We're talking about two plates, daddy, doing squats. Jesus, that got impressive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stick around. Hey, Ranger Things listeners, you probably already know that you can subscribe to the show on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, or just listen by visiting rangerthingspodcast.com. But did you know you can also follow us on Twitter at rangerthings23? Were you aware that you can email us at contact at rangerthingspodcast.com? Feel free to DM or email us any questions, feedback, or suggestions. And now back to the show. Welcome back to Ranger Things. All right. So now it's time to get into some actual Ranger news. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Before we do, can I jump oh, yeah. in for a second? Oh, yeah, please. Please do, Brevin. All right. There's just a couple of, there's a couple of really amazing things that happened today on uh, Football Sunday that I feel like I just need to get out there into the world. Yeah. The first really hysterical thing that happened is the New York Jets – played arguably the worst four quarters of football ever recorded. That is a bar previously set by the New York Jets. Yes. <laughs> it is, they they played maybe the worst game ever. Just for context, they got their they got their first third down conversion with like 4 minutes left in the game. Holy shit. Who did they play again? Okay. Here's the thing. He's building. <laughs> they played the worst game any football team has ever played with the exception of one football team. And that is the New York Giants today. <laughs> okay. All right. Who could not beat the Jets. Who played <laughs> the worst football game I've ever seen a team play. But it was still good enough to beat the New York football giants. So give us the frozen frenzy version of this, Brandon. What happened? Uh, the Jets defense was incredible. The Jets offense was abysmal and the giants were just, a, they were abysmal. The giants were abysmal. Uh, the Jets at one point, like at one point, the, I think at all game, the, the giants gained more yardage from jet penalties than they did from, actually throwing or running the ball. Oh, shit. Uh, truly, like, it's the worst four periods. It's the worst four quarters of football I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, that's not the really funny thing that's, that happened today in the, in the NFL. Today, Dave's Denver Broncos oh, I... host, <laughs> host, hosted the Kansas City Swifties. Talk about officiating. Yeah. Could not save and them today. <laughs> no, the refs, well, Taylor wasn't in the building, so the refs didn't give a fuck. 
but here's what was truly amazing about that game. Um, I watched parts of that game, and this is something that if you watch the game, you might not know because I didn't know until I saw it on TikTok about an hour after the game. And that is after the final seconds ticked off of that clock and the Broncos had officially beaten, convincingly beaten the Kansas City Chiefs, they started playing Taylor Swift. And that is awesome. Playing Taylor Swift. That's for great. an extended period of time. Well, they blasting, they like two touchdowns. That's blasting shake it off. Bla- and it wasn't like they planned this. Like the cheerleaders came out and had a choreographed shake it off dance. I mean, that's they ballsy like, to like, pour, if you're the Broncos, that's ballsy to have yeah, that prepared. They had, they had a, they had a, if we win, press this button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Dave's phone right now and it's, he's got the that game on. It's 24-9. That's pretty wild. Like, was the defense that convincing? Or fuck, fuck Kansas City. Actually, it's because funny. It's because funny... Taylor wasn't there. It's because Taylor wasn't there. The funniest thing I saw about Kansas City this week was a, a, a tweet that said, Pat- "Tell me, Patrick Mahomes doesn't look like Darlene from Roseanne." Oh god! Oh yeah, my yeah, god! I, I can't that. unsee it. I cannot unsee it. They look exactly the same. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Or I'm eating a chicken cutlet. Sandra came in and said hello. She makes a banging chicken cutlet. Can attest. Brother looks like he's oh, in yeah. heaven right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm jealous. You know, I got to make my own chicken cutlets over here. This guy's got it made. This guy's got it made. <laughs> and Brendan has wandered off the screen yet again he's to get another, get another chicken cutlet. He's getting a bottle of balsamic. He's got a bottle of balsamic at his desk. You know that? You wrap <laughs> it in desk. prosciutto? That's my, that's my desk balsamic. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, let's get to the Raiders. Very, very good, Sandra. Very good. She made the podcast. Um, yeah. All right. Let, let's get to the Raiders. So, some tweets came out. Uh, well, actually, it wasn't tweet. It was a Reddit thread or whatever. Rangers third jersey. Reddit, yeah. Rangers yeah. third jersey pictures leaked. Who cares about why and how? Let's talk. You, We all saw it, right? It's yeah. the dark blue, the navy blue with the... The, the shield on the chest. And some stripies, some red stripies. Stripies. And, you know, it's 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 neat. I don't know. Uh, I have my opinions, but I want to go around the horn here. Going around the horn. When I, when I first Bre- saw it. Go ahead, oh, go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, Dave, you first. No, no. Brendan, you first. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, this is gross. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And then the more I looked at it, I was like, I need this today Mm -hmm. where can i order this today uh i just i feel like there were some missed opportunities um i think this should have been a white third jersey uh we've had a lot of blue third jerseys i think this should have been especially since we're going to be the away team if this is going to be the stadium series jersey we're going to be the away team it should be a white jersey well that's a point of like contention like we don't know if this is the stadium series jersey or a third jersey because it it could so there could be a fourth jersey coming out this season. We don't know. I hope so. That'd be um, great. But go ahead. Yeah, it's. No, no, I, mean, I like it. I think it's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. I th- I think it's just um, regarding the stripes on the on the sleeves and and the bottom of the jersey. I think it's the right amount of modern, uh, mm. take with the colors. The the crest on the front, the standard New York Rangers logo 
is huge or yeah. appears to be huge. I don't have a problem with it. There's a there's a, a good amount of negative space on the jersey, but not enough where it's like, okay, it feels like it's missing something. Um, overall, yeah, I'm with you, Brendan. I like it. Uh, I, I look forward to getting this. If this is indeed the actual jersey, I like the just the white numbers and lettering mm-hmm. uh, for the for the names and numbers. Yeah, it, it, it's it's clean. Like it's it's, just, it's clean and it has just enough to make it not boring. I just feel like it was a missed opportunity. If you were gonna bring back the shield, then I would have liked to seen like the, what the actual shield jerseys used to look like, like. For you know, like the blue with the shield, and then like right below the shoulder would be like the red stripe that ran down the arm. Yeah, yeah. And then there was the white stripe on the arm. You, you know what I mean? It was the it was the thin red stripe, then the the bold white stripe that was like the entire arm, and then another thin white stripe. You know, a thin yeah, red stripe. I, rather, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I kind of hate those older those old jerseys, like the late seventies ones that you're talking about. I don't like them. Yeah, um, me, I'm gonna send you a picture of what I'm talking. Oh no, about. I, I have the picture right here. I have them. I'm looking at it. I don't. Um, I don't hate them. I'm. Uh, you know, I. I just. I wasn't a fan of with the with those red stripes coming down the arms on the white and the blue versions of those late '70s yeah. jerseys. Um, I think I, I'm very intrigued if they're modeling it after <clears throat> this this jersey from the from the late '70s. I would like to see that that new one in white. I'd actually like to see a modern take on those 70s jerseys. That would be cool. Yeah. I, no, I, I think something like this. Like it doesn't have like like so how we sort of got a modern take on the Lady Liberty. I like the Liberty jer- those are sick jerseys. Yeah. Um yeah. so I you know, I like I I don't I'm like torn on the jerseys, right? Like I love the crest. I like that it's on there, it's a little bit old school. I like I, the color scheme, everything's great about the jersey. The the 3D esque like uh, uh, embroidery on the on the, the shield is sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking sick. What I don't like, and you're gonna kill me, all of you, this the stripes on the sleeves. They're too narrow. They're too dainty. It drives me nuts. I would have loved to see the more solid red stripe, white stripe in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 waist stripes. That's fine, but even those could be could have been thicker. Um, but other than that, I love the jerseys. I like the the hanger effect where it says blue shirts with the tie the subway tiles behind it. Yeah, that's so pretty cool. Here's I think a lot of people think that this is a stadium series jersey. Because, I don't think it is because those are like they're saying, oh, those look like the tiles in the Lincoln Tunnel. No, yeah, but they look more like the tiles at 34th Street. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, it would be a sick savings. I mean, it's a, it's a nice jersey. Like, and I haven't seen it on a player yet. I haven't seen it on TV. It'll probably <clears throat> probably be great, but it's just right now seeing it, those leaked shots, I don't like the, the thin, dainty arm sleeves, so, arm yeah, stripes. I, I disagree with you on that. Okay. I think, like you know, I, I can understand. And, again, I don't have the art background like you do. <laughs> but uh, – I like the fact that you have the the stripes that are a little thinner and they're broken up with you know blue the blue of the jersey in between the red especially just so it's it, they're thinner yes but they look thicker because you have a thinner a thinner blue line through it so it it just it pops more it's it's not as blocky and and just like I don't know 
uh, unsexy as as the older jerseys, like the older color schemes yeah. are with the bars of, yeah. of color. You know, I just like that we're getting jerseys. a. I just like that we're getting a shield jersey. Yeah, I mean, it's been like what? It's been like twelve years now since we've gotten a shield jersey. Yeah, that's true. And that was like that weird oblong shield for the heritage game, the heritage classic, the Winter Classic. Yeah, yeah, Winter Classic game. Yeah. But I mean, uh, that's my favorite. Jer- that is probably my favorite Rangers jersey of all time. Like that. Is also, so like, why are like why aren't we getting world. like why are why don't we get Heritage Classic games? Like, why is a Heritage like right now? There's a Heritage that, Classic. The Heritage Classic is only Canadian teams, so they don't go to Winter Classic. Oh. They get Heritage Classic, and then but they they do go to Winter Classics. They can, but they don't yeah. typically. Uh, right. By the way, oh, did you guys see the footage? I sent it to you guys on the Instagram chat. We have. Did you see the footage of all the players coming out to the Heritage Classic? Oh yes. yeah, dress. Yeah, it, it, was, so, it was a big joke. They dressed as working class people. Yeah, that was the joke. So you know, the Oilers came out in the oil rig costumes, and the, the Calgary Flames came out with the overalls, cowboy boots, and hat. No, no shirt on. No shirt. The, like, the, those overalls. Yeah. So I'm like, I you know, I, I actually, so Dave's here and I turned to him. I'm like, Dave, this looks like the two factions of the village people are going to go to war with each other. Like, yeah. this is the most brutal walkout I've ever seen. And yeah. they thought it was hysterical. Of course they, they thought, thought it, was, it was. But these are hockey guys. So, like, they're not necessarily funny. Right. I mean, the, the oil rig get-ups, it, it, it's, it reminds me of going to work every day because that's that's the kind it of – uh, like <laughs> It looks like the outfit Zoolander wore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The coal miner. <laughs> yeah, it's real Zoolander energy. Yeah. And, like, the 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 Flames, their outfits – I wish they had red overalls. At least you could have Mario memes come out of it. Right now it's just like – Right, it's just broke back mountain. Yeah, you know? like, and I'm not trying to make it. But it's just what it looks like. Right, yeah, I'm not no, trying to make they, a joke about it. It's I think it all like. of them had fake or grown out mustaches on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so I don't know if they were just playing into it. Maybe it's like, Halloween. That, it's like a thing. Nah, right, which nah, which is nah. all right. Cool, you're having fun with it. I, you know, that's great. But you know, yeah, whatever floats nah. your boat. All right, let's so talk about just, Rangers. Just to just to okay. circle back real quick. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see a uh, third or and like indoor stadium series jersey just be the white Lady Liberty jersey. Like, I just be, want to be able to buy a white Lady Liberty yeah. jersey. I mean, that would be sick. They got to rethink it a little bit from the previous one, but it was because that I, that was my least favorite Rangers jersey, the the white Liberty. But if they rethink it like they did the most recently Liberty jersey, that would be sick. Yeah, yeah, that would be sick. Anyway, so. so you know we're about we're about an hour and a half in right now, and we haven't talked Rangers yet. Let's talk Rangers. There's nothing really to talk about. I mean, there's there's not much to talk about. Like, can I, like can I can I set this one off? Please. All right, let's. I'm gonna do some. A- You're some, West Coast. We fell asleep for half the games. I'm gonna do some ASMR. Some ASMR for Rangers. ASMR. Ranger fans. Yes. Ranger fans out there listening. Put your feet up. Oh, I got such a hard on. Take a sip of cold beer. Put a smile on your face because this is as good as it fucking gets. <laughs> this is it. If you're sad now, stop watching hockey. <laughs> There's nothing to complain about. The Rangers are one game away from wrapping up their longest road trip of the year. By the time you listen to this podcast, the worst possible case scenario will be that they have gone four and one on that road trip. Everything is exactly where it needs to be in Rangertown, USA. 
All right, that's the end of my Rangers and ASMR. The, on top of that, too, <laughs> like to to really just talk about the games without getting too much into the minutia of everything, they um they look good. They look solid. They look really so good. good. Like real, defensively look- sound. And here's what's scary. Like, they look really fucking good, and Mika Zibanejad has one goal. Philip Heedle has zero goals. Like, there are, there, are another, there, are, there are other levels. Like, last night, last night in uh, Vancouver. Vancouver, they stole a win in Vancouver, right? There was clear fatigue. There was sloppy play. Igor stood on his fucking head. Mm-hmm. And we got out of there with two points, which that's uh, those are the games that Igor needs to be doing that, right? Right, and right. Like I gotta say, like it's it was so refreshing because I know we talk a couple weeks about like this road trip is usually like closer to Thanksgiving and yeah, it's always when they're bad in some for, sort of like yeah they're in a they're in a November bad. slump or a February slump. They haven't won in Calgary in five years, and you know they fucking housed Calgary. How that was them. sick. What four nothing. I'm I'm counting the Cooley goal. They beat Calgary four nothing. No four yeah. one. No the the was, the was the was the Cooley goal. Edmonton. Cooley. Uh, Who did they no. shut out? Edmonton. They shut Edmonton Ed, out. They, they shut, shut Edmonton, Edmonton out. They shut Edmonton out. I, I, I it's just it's so refreshing to know that like okay, here's no East. I'm East Coast. That's my time zone. I, I stay up late to watch the game. Both of those games, the Edmonton and Calgary games, third second period ended. I watched Bill Pito. I had a beer. I loaded the dishwasher and I went to fucking bed. Mm-hmm. And the third period, they turtled. That's fine. I don't care. I went to bed knowing that the Rangers are winning because they played so well in those games. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, there was no like drama of like. Holy shit! This third period is going to be tight. Maybe I have to stay up, and no, I could actually go to bed at a normal time, knowing mm-hmm. that oh yeah, the Rangers have a great lead. They're playing well. I don't have to worry about them throwing this game away. Yeah. So I'm just going to say a couple of things about overall play because I've been I've had my my finger on the pulse of Ranger fan nation. <sighs> you, social yeah. media. You, you're so uh, good at it. There's been there's been a little bit of chatter about. Igor having potentially fallen off or taken a step back. Jesus Christ. This is ridiculous, folks. I'm so glad I'm not going to look, right. yeah. <laughs> look, has Igor been... Look, here's the thing about, about a player like Igor Shosturkin. Players like Igor Shosturkin can only be compared to previous or future versions of Igor Shosturkin. There is no one else in this league with the exception of Andre Vasilevsky and Ilya Sorokin that are even playing the same game as Igor right. Shosturkin. Yeah, agreed. So, when you say things like Igor Shosturkin has fallen off, compared to who? Right. That, like Igor Shosturkin of last year or two years? You know, like Who does he suck in comparison to? Better versions of himself? Igor Shosturkin is a human being who is not going to make every single save every single game. We let him like we left him hanging so many times in Vancouver and still he is the primary reason we won that game. Yeah. I mean, right. I think again, this is the Twitter conspiracy people, right? Right. These are people. There's nothing like there's nothing to actually be bothered about. So these are people fucking picking nits. 
Mm-hmm. Right? They are just finding shit to be sad about. Igor is solid. Igor, if you're watching hockey right now, Igor Shosturkin is the best goaltender you've ever seen play hockey. Ever. Hmm. Ever. If you're alive right now watching hockey, he's the best goaltender you've ever seen play hockey. <laughs> That's the truth of it. Right? To, to quote some of your other concerns, Keandre Miller, like I've, we've been telling you for months, is fine. He's fine. Sorry. He's going to make some defensive mistakes. That happens to every defenseman. But he's going to have highlight real moments. And that's why that's why we have him here. For $4 million. Yeah, right? For nothing. <laughs> to, to quote <laughs> Frederick Nature, to err is human, to forgive divine. Right. Embrace I your want, divinity, right. fan base. Mistakes right. happen. We're all human. Okay, now I'm looking let me, at, let me, I'm looking let at me a... speak to the defense. Let me uh, speak to the defense just real quick. I'm sorry, Brendan. I was going to interject real quick. No, no, no. Do it, do it, because I was about to get real nasty to a certain subset of fans. We want that for the TikTok clips. Yes, there's been there's been some you know mistakes in on the defense. Overall, their defense has is solidifying. They're looking solid defensively on defense, and they're looking great on offense. Dude, out of these three games – 10 goals were scored by the Rangers. 50% of them were scored by defensemen. Sick. That's Fox. unreal. That's unreal. Sick. That is, you know what that is? That is total team buy-in. Yeah. That is that is offensive systems at work. You want to know what else is happening? Like not only are not only are defensemen scoring at ridiculous clips on the Rangers, but like look at blocked shots by forwards. Look at yes. defensive numbers for guys like Artemi Panarin, right? This is a total team buy-in. These guys are hugging at the end of fucking practice every yeah. day. This is they're, a total team buy-in. That, that post article that, Dave, you sent it out, that post article where they're talking about how Laviolette has them, like, fucking going hard at practice. They're, like, cheering goals at practice. They're, like, yeah. they're playing they, at game they, speed every every day. Right. They're, twice a day. They're celebrating one-on-one wins in a, in a putt for a puck in the corner in practice. Yeah. That's I mean you talk about culture change. Yeah. Right? And that's Absolutely. what these guys need. That's what these guys need. And let me I'm going to say something right now to a certain subset of fans and they're not going to like it, but they need to hear it, right? If you're listening to this now and you know who you are, I want you to look in the mirror right now. Look at you. Look at you, you fucking idiot. When you complained, you did nothing but run your mouth, your fat fucking know-nothing mouth about Alexi Lafreniere for months, for years, for Thank years, you. for years. Four goals in eight in eight games, you fucking stupid piece of shit. Remember when that remember when that fat, ugly plug Gerard Gallant told us that Alexi Alexi Lafreniere could not play right wing? Four goals in eight games. Turns out that when you take talented players and put them in positions to succeed, they fucking succeed. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly my next bullet point. Lafreniere has been on a fucking tear, and <clears throat> and to your point, he's been put in a position to succeed. And you know, I've heard a lot of people talking about Gallant did so little. That he just copy pasted David Quinn's, he truly did Rangers over, which is what he did. And oh, okay, that's fine. David Quinn did a fine job. 
I never thought I'd say this. I never thought I'd say this, but David Quinn did it. Like in retrospect, he did in comparison, job. David Quinn did a great job compared to Gerard Gallant. He did what he had to do. Gerard Gallant did literally nothing. And then Laviolette just said, well, let's make a real hockey team. But Lafreniere has been the best New York Ranger on the ice since game one. Well, it's that line that they're calling the French toast line now. I love that it. Panarin, that's Panarin, Panarin, Hedl, Lafreniere line has just been so dangerous, so electric. I mean, poor Phil. This kid, he's, he's just snake bitten. When, Dude. <laughs> you mean Lafreniere, he has four points right now in eight games. He should have like 11 or 12. Four goals. Four goals. Four goals. He should have like 11 or 12 points from all the assists that yeah. he should be getting. That but Phil's not burying the puck. When I mean, Filipino starts finishing, oh shit! Good night, Irene. Good night, Irene. It's over. I'm sorry to the rest of the Metro Division because when Mika and Phil turn, find it, you're all you're Dude, done. It's lights you're out. There, the opportunities are there. It's right. happening. It's just you know hitting a the, post. They got to hit the hit a post, yeah. or maybe it's a little bit wide because they have goalies beat too. That's the other thing. They're beating goalies. They're just hitting posts. They're just going a little bit wide, like Heedle and Zibanejad. They're the timing is there. It's just now we're turning knobs. Yeah. Now look, I I have all like I've been I've been watching the sport for too long uh, to get this to get too excited about October hockey. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we're through October, and what what we're what's our record? Seven and two. Uh, I, believe, I believe so. I believe we are seven and two in nine we got, games. We got 12 look, points. It's not, it's not the record that's got me excited. It's, it's the, play. it's the play. It's the play. And it's like, like, let's, let's, let's be devil's advocates mm-hmm. and say fatigue gets the best of them. Winnipeg is a big, heavy team. They've got a good goalie. Let's say they lose in Winnipeg tomorrow night. The third. Fine. Fine. Right. They have just gone four and one on their longest road trip of the year, and historically, the worst road trip they have. Like it's the worst never road trip that every well. team from the East Coast has. Yeah, it's a it's just a bad road trip. It's the toughest road trip, right? And worst case scenario, they're going to go four and one. Here's a little secret: I think they're going to beat Winnipeg. I think it's going to be an ugly game, but I think they're going to beat Winnipeg. Here's the only thing I'm worried about: I'm worried about that they're going to look past Winnipeg to Carolina. And if you know what, if they do that, whatever. I'll take four out of every five moving forward. Of course. You know what I mean? Any day, right? I, you know, I was I was a little bit shaky coming into the season. Dave, I want to give you credit because you said it with confidence before this before preseason even started. But I'm gonna say it right here and right now, eight games in. We're eight games in right now. We're six and two, eight games in. Yeah, yeah. At an a tenth of the way through the season. I'm going to say confidently, I will be genuinely surprised if we finish behind anyone but the Devils in the East Coast. What does it take to be uh, yeah. number one? Two is not a winner. Uh, 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 <laughs> I think. I think the only, uh, the only other t- when the dust settles at the end of at the end of the season, and we look to the right and we look to the left, the only other team that we are going to see from the Eastern Conference will be the New Jersey Devils. And you know what? Look at the the Devils are playing well. 
They're yeah, a little they're behind yeah. schedule right now. Yeah, I think they're they're going through they are going through the the early season woes. Yeah, you know they dropped a game to Arizona, but you know Jack. I mean, fucking Jack Hughes has four seventeen points already. I mean, he's. I mean, know? there's no denying Hughes at this point. Like, well, what, which can't. brings up my last question. I mean, which is per- so on fucking like this is so perfectly fitting for a Rangers podcast. Yeah. Serious question to ask yourself, the two of you and everyone listening at home. Okay. Is it is it time for us to say definitively that Jack Hughes is the best hockey player in the world? Is Jack Hughes better than Connor McDavid? No, no. Because no. <laughs> no. it, it sure looks like it on a lot of nights. I mean, when Connor McDavid retires, Jack Hughes will be the best hockey player in the world. Connor McDavid is no. I, I mean, I Jack Hughes truly, is close. I think but... we're truly we're not gonna know. I mean, if. The last week and a half, if the last week and a half has taught us all that Connor McDavid is done in Edmonton, he's all but said, I'm done here at this point. You could see it in his in his eyes. Well, he's not playing, uh, he's injured. Well, no, he well, he can't they forced him back to play the heritage game today. Right. Um uh dollars to donuts. We are going to trade in Artemi Panarin for Connor McDavid in three seasons. Uh so and when when McDavid is here in a Rangers jersey playing uh across the river from Jack Hughes. That's when we'll really know. That's when we're when we see him play head to head in meaningful hockey games. I mean, because Connor McDavid this, is going to be a New York Ranger, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean every every superstar will be a Ranger at some point. Like that's just bet, like, the bet, no. I'm talking about like we're like Connor McDavid is going to be a New York Ranger inside of his prime. No, I don't think so. And I think he's, I think when this contract is up, he's leaving, and we're and we are going to have the yeah. money to to. How many more years does he have? <laughs> it's two more years, right? Two more years, same as Panarin. Yeah. So care. I'll say that. I mean, Jackie on the Jack Hughes topic. I mean, he's a phenomenal hockey player, no question. Okay, he is smaller than McDavid, and he cannot take the physicality that McDavid takes every game and still performs at, to that level. You're right about that. You're right about that. Like, but McDavid I, gets uh, fucking abused. Night in and night out. And the fact that he's been as healthy as he has been is a testament to this guy's conditioning. Jack Hughes, I mean, could he get that strong? Yeah. Will yeah, that he's only 22 affect, years old. Would he that affect his him. mobility? Will that affect his hands? Yeah, probably. But I, I think I, I think it might affect his speed a little bit, but I don't think it'll affect his, his ability to finish. I mean, and I think the thing that both of these guys have is the hockey IQ, right? Yeah. That's the thing that the both of these guys have in spades. It's I think th- I think this the who's better than who. I think really that decision is made in the unmeasurables. It's in the things that we can't see. It's going to be in you who know? wins cups, and that's going to be Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes will win cups. Yeah, yeah. And that's this, what it's going to come down to. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think Connor McDavid could win cups. In the in Madison Square Garden, I think he's gonna come in on a team that has already won cups. Frankly, that's my call. Yeah, yeah. Let's... And then our and our top line is going to be Alexi Lafreniere on the left wing, mm-hmm. Connor McDavid center, Capocaco right wing. But Matt, dude, I, my dick just got hard thinking about that line. <laughs> I'm standing uh, right here, bro. I'm gonna touch. I'm gonna brush it on you. Yeah. All right, he's all right. Fan dick you. I got a, I, fan, I already did it. Um, oh, speaking uh, of fan dicks, Jonathan Quick registering his first shutout as New York Ranger. Let me tell you, Jonathan Quick is sneaky 
the best backup we've had. I mean, every backup we have is great, but like Jonathan Quick has sneakily outperformed the expectations. Fucking Ben Waller, Ben Waller, baby. But this is the thing: everyone panics and freaks out and has a crying game about All like the fucking time everything. And uh, but it's like, yeah, Jonathan Quick is a world class goalie. This, this guy sucks. This guy sucks. Now they're talking about should we be starting him instead of Igor? Which again, <laughs> you know it, what I mean. I want to, brother. You've addressed the, Ranger fans. I want to address Ranger fans right now again. Ranger fans, don't go on the internet. Don't put your <laughs> don't opinion on the internet. Don't read people's opinion on the internet. Just watch hockey. Subscribe to our podcast and read our website. It's not much different than subscribing, but just don't fucking go on Twitter. Really, is what it is. People are idiots. Ninety percent of Rangers Twitter. Ninety percent of Rangers internet. Are complete fucking morons. Exactly. All like we know all the ones who know what they're talking about. So just come to us and we'll tell you what they said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If, if you really want to do, you know, be your best, come to us. We'll tell you what's going on. And FYI, I'm pretty sure Quick pulled a little rope of dope in preseason. I think I, I think I think he laid it on thick that he didn't have it anymore, that he looked slow and sluggish because. Every game he started in the season thus far, bro, he looks like a vintage, it, bro, quick. bro. It's crazy. It's bro, he's crazy. in the blue zone. He's in the blue it's, zone right now. It's crazy. It's just crazy how good this fucking team looks, right? And again, Mika, one goal, one goal. Heedle, no zero goals. goals. Kako, Kako's playing phenomenal hockey. He's only registered one goal so far, yeah. right? I mean, look, the score sheet isn't everything. But eventually, these guys will start scoring this year. Yeah, that's the thing. Right. The score sheet will then determine like, right. how good they've been playing. And you know, I don't, I, I don't like the like. I don't want to say anything negative on the team, but like this is a positive thing. They're like they're playing this well, and they're still dragging Blake Wheeler along. With them. <laughs> I was gonna, I was about to interject and say Blake Wheeler, but yeah, you know he I mean? had a, he had a few good shifts in, know, in, in Vancouver, and that's about it. <laughs> He did. He did. You know, I think look for him to have uh, a, a, I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to score. I mean, ho- <laughs> the hockey, the hockey gods would tell you the smart money is on Wheeler scoring in Winnipeg. He'll have a hat but, trick in Winnipeg, but I think he's going to have a, he's going to have a decent game tomorrow night in Winnipeg. He needs look, to look, listen, the team is winning hockey games. Uh, we don't need to win hockey games by more goals than we're currently winning hockey games by. He's not as big of a net negative. Like he's not, we're not losing games because of Blake Wheeler. Yeah, that's true. So if it takes, if it takes the old man a little bit more time, I trust that Laviolette has got the situation under control. You know what I mean, Dave? Like I trust that he's got the situation under control you know, he's already lived. You know, he took Blake Wheeler off a of power play, too. And he's got Othman on there, which I not Othman, uh, Cooley on there, which I love. Um, And he's double shifting Panarin for, you know, in place of Wheeler. So, look, he's really limiting the old man. He's got I think he's got the situation under control. He's given him the time that he needs to get his feet under him. We'll see what happens. We're winning hockey, Dave. We're winning hockey games. And that's all I give a fuck about. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that really goes to, you know, speaks to LaViolette's um, system and style that he's got everybody playing, you know, uh, Phil Housley, Michael Pekka, 
Dan Muse. I can never remember Dude, his first name. Fucking like, Mike, Mikey, Mikey Pekka. Let's talk about Mikey Pekka for a second. Bro, he's stuck. We good. are we oh yeah. He's a handsome <laughs> man. He's a handsome, he's a handsome gentleman. But what I'm more interested in is what he's done for us on the dot. We are better on the dot than we have been in my in my life. I don't think I don't rem, I don't remember us ever being this good. I I think they're top five in in face off winning percentage. I think they were league. they were I think they were the best in the league at one point. Now they're like number two. We're definitely top like, three in face offs right now. Yeah, the let that let that sink in. Let's let's even let's be conservative and say they're top five or top ten. Let's say they're top ten. The That's New the York best Rangers been in years. The New York Rangers are being top ten in faceoff percentages has not happened before in my lifetime. <laughs> right? I mean, Heedle has been Heedle is probably the weakest. I'm not. I'm not convinced that he's not playing a little bit hurt right now. Like his, like you could see it. Something's wrong with his finish. You mm-hmm. know, I think something's happening with his arm or his shoulder. Yeah, that shoulder, yeah. Yeah. Um, but well, I think Benino been... helps that that a lot. Well, Benino's yeah, Benino fights out. Uh, Trocek, who was Trocek good, has, is, I'm has telling been... you, tro- 40, uh, he's on my fantasy team, but the real one, the dude I is killing Hedl, face-offs to me alone. Hedl is the Heedle is the only New York Rangers center who's not winning face-offs at above a 50% clip. Yeah. And, and he's not far he, off either. No, he's like in the 45 to 46% range. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, may, for, for, you know, I'm looking at you, all of those fucking bozos who say coaching doesn't matter. You know, who says that? A lot, a lot of, people of people think coach, a lot of people think coaching doesn't matter. Oh my God. Coaching matters. Coaching matters. Culture matters. You know, that's it. I'm not going to scream at Ranger fans anymore for the night. I'm in a good fucking mood. The New York Rangers are playing fantastic hockey. The Carolina Hurricanes are desperately trying to keep pace with us. Um, they can't. They're so bad. They're so they're, bad at hockey. I'm telling you, look, I'm it. looking at the end of the road trip. I'm looking at Carolina at home. I'm looking at Minnesota at home. Listen, we're going into a fifth of the season looking prettiest pie. I'm telling you, this is going. I cannot wait till Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving. You got to say American because Canadians are weird. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at American Thanksgiving. It's like you said, us and the Devils, and it's probably us. Like yeah. the Devils don't have the start we have. That this start yeah. has been instrumental to setting up the rest of this season. And what's what's insane about it is they look. They they had a stinker against Nashville. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, they had well, let's call it a stinker against Columbus, right? But they're they're getting better. The I could say the Van- every single game, yeah. every single game, they're getting better. Big. Vancouver is the first game where I was like, oh, there's fatigue here. You could yeah. see it. Back end of a long road trip, there's fatigue here, but they found a way to win. They found a way to win. Way to win. That's all you can ask for. It's another two points in the fucking standings. Uh, if you're not happy right now, Ranger fans, I mean, I'm watching hockey. Yeah, stop it. Just stop. stop. It doesn't get better than this. I just, I just want to say, like, you know, as far as, you know, Philip Hedo's finish, I mean, he's Czech. Jesus Christ, Dave. <laughs> Good grief. And on that note. <laughs> all right. That's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. 
Remember, visit our website, RangerThingsPodcast.com. Remember, follow us on tic- uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Or, you know, just send us an email, contact at RangerThingsPodcast.com for Dave Pacheco. If you want anything brought to a grinding halt, I'm Dave Pacheco. Have a good night. For Brendan Lyons. Good night, Swifties. <laughs> I'm Carlo Montanino. See you all next week. Thank you. Well,